Hey y'all, it occurred to me that you can't really have a Kentucky-themed podcast without talking about the meat shower of 1876, so that's what we're going to cover today. Uh, welcome to Kentucky History and Haunts. I'm Jesse Bartholomew, and I can't wait to tell you guys this weird, gross story. So this happened in Bath County, Kentucky, which is a little bit east of Lexington, And it happened around what was at the time Olympian Springs, which was a fashionable hydrotherapy health resort. um, And it was open for over a century. And Olympian Springs was built around a mineral spring, which I've mentioned in other episodes. They were just all the rage at the time. Um, People, you know, would flock from all over to get to a mineral spring to cure all sorts of different ailments. So the county was even named Bath because of the mineral springs. So people went there for the medicinal powers of the water, but they stayed for the lavish parties and the dinners and outdoor entertainment. Originally, the area was known as Mud Lick, which doesn't really give a vibe of clean or medicinal, but they get there. So when a man named William Ramsey bought the property in 1791, he built cabins for visitors. And then he also tried to mine the salt from the springs on his property, though he was unsuccessful. So a little bit later, he sold the land to Thomas Hart, who was the father-in-law of Henry Clay in the 1800s. And this is when Hart renamed it Olympian Springs after Mount Olympia, which was not far from the resort. After Thomas Hart passed away, Henry Clay sold the property to Thomas Dye Owings, who was a very big deal in the area. Um, there's, even, there's a town, Owingsville, that's named after him, right in the center of Bath County. So... Guests visited the resort to cure all sorts of ailments, including digestive issues and skin rashes. But it really turned out to be a tourist attraction because of the improvements made to the property over time, and apparently the scenery surrounding this place was just beautiful. Um, you can look it up online. There are a couple pictures. There's one of like the main, the main house, and then there's one of all the white cabins in the woods, and it, it really is very pretty if that's truly what it looked like. Things really took off for the resort when it was announced that a 47-mile stagecoach route would be constructed from Lexington to Olympian Springs. Before this, you had to use rugged trails to get to it, so they built this great access road and tourism just went wild. So, side note, Lexington residents would later use this route to escape the cholera outbreak in the city in 1833. The resort was also used as a recruiting and training base for the Union when the Civil War broke out. There was a small battle at the site of Olympian Springs in October 1863 between the 1st Kentucky Cavalry and nearly 250 Confederate horsemen. But by the time the war came to an end, science and the use of pharmaceuticals was more prominent and people were relying less on things like spring water to cure ailments. So this, combined with the ease of transportation to other vacation areas, led to the closure of Olympian Springs. 
Eventually, the resort land was sold off in pieces in 1946. So you're probably asking, what does all this have to do with the great meat storm? Well, as it so happens, it was right around Olympian Springs Resort on March 3rd, 1876, right around lunchtime, that witnesses saw flakes of a beef-like substance falling from a clear sky for a period of about 10 minutes. Yes, I said beef-like, like meat. Before we discuss the details of this occurrence, we have to introduce Charles Fort. Fort was born in 1874, so he was only two years old when this actually happened, but he was an American writer whose research, quote, attacked the blind faith many people have in science. He loved to write about crazy events like meat falling from the sky that were extremely hard to explain. He liked to write about UFOs, poltergeist, and teleportation. Those were some of his favorite subjects. So he was hyped about this meat shower, and I guess he sort of became an authority on it later in life. He was extremely controversial, and among his works is one book called The Book of the Damned, which made him kind of infamous. Um, you can order this book for $11 from Penguin Random House. Uh, it actually sounds really fascinating. So he was an interesting guy. And he recapped the incident at Olympian Springs as follows. Quote, a thick shower on the ground, on trees, on fences, but it was narrowly localized or upon a strip of land about 100 yards long and 50 yards wide. Most of the strips of meat were reported to be about an inch wide, two to three inches long, and a half to three-fourths of an inch thick. Scientists and people from other towns hurried to the scene. Some pieces were collected. The rest were eaten by farm animals around the area. A few men were reported to have eaten the mystery space meat. And most of them said it tasted something like venison. Also, I love this. A butcher named Frisbee from Mount Sterling, Kentucky, quote, cooked a slice, ate it, and pronounced it palatable. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. As you can imagine, this story caught the attention of scientists and researchers. It was published in both the New York Times and Scientific American around March 10th, 1876. First, it was joked to be cosmic meat, um, flesh of animals from an exploding planet. One researcher, Leopold Brandeis, got a hold of a sample and he studied it. And he determined it to be a type of vegetable matter called nostoc. So nostoc is actually a cyanobacterium and it often forms colonies and becomes a dark bluish green substance that can like start to cover a wet, soggy surface. 
So that's what he thought it was, which I, it's, if you look it up, it's really gross and I hope that's not what it was because people were eating it. So that was one theory. And then the president of the Network Scientific Association, Dr. A. Mead Edwards, he collected seven samples and he concluded that they were cartilage and muscle tissues. And then a third opinion from Dr. Alan McLean, um, he published in the medical record publication that the sample he studied appeared to be lung tissue from a horse or from a human infant. Yikes. So then this, the theory started to spread around. Some said it had to be the meat had already been on the ground or surrounding surfaces and somehow it like swelled up in the rain and fell back down, which makes absolutely no sense to me, but I'm not a scientist. Um, a more commonly accepted theory was that perhaps a flock of buzzards had um, finished their digestive processes all over the area while passing through. Both black vultures and turkey vultures do this either as a defense mechanism or to make themselves lighter for flying. However, no flocks of buzzards were seen that afternoon by anyone around that they could recall. And scientists said it would have taken a really huge flock to do that much damage and that they'd have to be flying at a really high altitude and all letting go of it at the same time, which is not how the scientists said it, but you know what I mean. Um, so really it's between either that um, no stock or the vultures are probably, it's probably one of those that actually happened. But after all was said and done with this case of the meat storm, the only thing that scientists agreed on was that it did happen. Not really why or how, just that it did. So that is the story of the mysterious meat shower. And for my information on Olympian Springs, I used an article from explorehistory.ky.gov called Olympian Springs by Katie Crawford Lackey. So thank you, Katie. And then I used an article from Clemson University to learn about no stock. And I used the book Haunted Kentucky, Ghost and Strange Phenomena of the Bluegrass State by Alan Brown. That's all I've got, guys. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you next time. Hey, y'all. Thanks for listening to the Meat Shower episode. I wanted to do a little follow-up. I found one more cool thing. Um, the last remaining specimen from the meat shower is at the Monroe Musnick Medical and Science Museum at Transylvania University in Lexington. So if you guys are just dying to go see a little piece of history mystery meat in person, you can. You can do that. And if you're enjoying the show, please take a minute to rate or review my podcast on whatever platform you listen. Just takes a second, helps me a great deal. And also follow me on Instagram at KY History Haunts and on Facebook, Kentucky History and Haunts. And if you want to be on the show or you have something that you think I should cover, send me an email, kyhistoryhaunts at gmail.com. Thank you all so much, and I'll see you next time.